What's happening, friends? Welcome to another day of the Bobby Bone Show. Morning, studio. Morning. I don't do this often, but sometimes Amy just inundates me with bird stories. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've sent like five good ones. I know. She sent me like five stories. <laughs> Over time. I know. It's been a lot. She's obsessed with birds. I love them. And now, I think every once in a while, it's good to kind of reflect on this. So we're going to start the show. Can we have a little bird minute? And now it's time for Amy's Bird Minute. Well, where do you want me to start? Okay, this one is amazing. My friend, sadly, found a dead hummingbird on her porch. But, fun fact, did you know that a dead hummingbird stumbling across one is a sign that you are ready for commitment? And so she looked that up. Somehow she knew that, told her boyfriend, you know what this means. And so now they might get engaged because of it. No way that's a fact. She planted that bird. No, she didn't. Well, she called that a fun fact. Like, it's not a fact that it's a sign. No, I mean, it's a fun fact that some people see it as an omen. <laughs> I think Amy told her about this. I did not. No, she one. told she me. Put it on her porch. No, people tell me about birds. She told me, oh my goodness, I saw this dead hummingbird and you'll never believe what it actually means. You're ready for commitment. So I told my boyfriend. <laughs> and then he didn't run? He hasn't yet. <laughs> Just happened yesterday. But how cool if this hummingbird... This hummer gave its life so she could get engaged. <laughs> wow. What you're saying? Maybe. Sacrifice. Pretty cool. Did you ever figure out who sent all those bird books to your house? Yes, I figured that out. Amy got a lot of random old bird books sent to her house because mm-hmm. she gets weird stuff sent to her house all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Is it something you can say on the air? Yeah. I mean, it's fine. We were very worried about it, especially because weird things happening. But then now figured out it's my half sister's. Dead stepdad. He sent from, from the California. grave. Well, now that's crazy. And if, if someone sends you, a, if somebody, a dead person sends you books, what does that mean? About birds, it means you're ready to mm-hmm. eat tacos. And that's a fact. Yeah. And that's a fun fact, Jack. <laughs> I read it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did a dead person send you books? Well, he passed away and had a house in California because the, the books came from California and I was so confused. Like, why California? Because my sister lives in Texas. Anyway, they went and they were cleaned it out. They knew I was obsessed with birds. They didn't think so to send a note. So they sent you his books. They, nobody thought to tell me where or yeah, who or weird. why. They just arrived and then... And they didn't check in and be like, did you get our books? No, later they saw me posting on Instagram that I was freaking out about the books and it took a minute. But my niece finally like messaged me and was like, hey, you need to talk to mom. <laughs> so... I don't know. <laughs> Got him. Ray, can we do one more? And now it's time for Amy's Bird Minute. This is the other dead one. Okay. This is sad. I killed a bird, but I didn't know I killed it. I was borrowing my husband's truck because mine was in the shop. And when I returned it, he noticed that there was a bird in the grill of his truck. And I guess... That was my doing because I had it for like a week. What do people say about that? Yeah, what's the the, what that fact. mean? What's yeah. that mean? I don't know. It means that You're I, a murderer. yeah, killed a tiny little bird. Luckily, Did you I pull didn't. It out and bury no, it? he 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 found it. Thank goodness. But I mean, I don't think I could have dealt with that. But yeah, I would have probably done a proper burial. What did he do with it? Well, I think he just like chunked it. No respect. <laughs> Just threw across the street. No respect at all. But I know that the collision with the bird happened while I had the truck. I'm just glad I didn't know that it happened. Bird feeder still up in the backyard? Oh, yeah. Still, feed them. Still mm-hmm. rocking? Yeah, I feed them. They They're, rely on me. You still watch them every day? They're coming back, yes. My, so now my cat watches. You still believe your dad is a... Blue Jay. And your mom is a... Cardinal. 
both who have passed away and you believe, but when those birds come back to you, that's They're them. visiting, they're saying, yeah, regardless of if that's, they say when a cardinal. When well, there's a, a lot of they say. They say, yeah, yeah. fun facts. <laughs> they, they say when a cardinal is near, a loved one is here. So that's how I look at it. It brings me comfort. I have no idea if that's for real, but it doesn't matter. My therapist told me it doesn't matter. It gives me comfort. That's who says they. That's <laughs> maybe who they are. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this is a very funny Dave Chappelle clip doing a joke about COVID. Here. I don't want you to worry about me. I'm vaccinated. I uh, got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. I walk in the doctor like, give me the third best option. I'll have what the homeless people are having. And I know you probably heard on the news, I did, I did get coronavirus. They make you quarantine. I had to quarantine for 10 days at least. They said, you're going to have to stay in the room. I didn't go nowhere. Because the whole time when you get coronavirus, at least the first five days, you wait to see how sick you're going to get. And it turns out, and this is true, I didn't get sick at all. <laughs> not a cough, not a booger, not a fever, nothing. <laughs> Look at me. I am the Magic Johnson of coronavirus. Dave Chappelle's funny, uh, man. Hilarious. It just also reminds me, Eddie and I were talking the other day, and our wives were with us, and Eddie's like, man, the best thing to happen to me was quarantine when I got COVID. <laughs> I got to chill for 14 days. Like, his wife had all the kids. She's taking care of everybody. Eddie's in a room with video games and food. <laughs> I get food slipped under the door to me. Like, it was fantastic. Eddie said they'd be outside playing, and he'd open the window and be like, how's everybody doing out there? <laughs> It'd be like New York City, Amy. I'd open the window and be like, hey, how's it going? You guys having fun down there? I'm sure your wife loved it. Eddie's wife struggling with four <laughs> kids. And Eddie said it was the best thing ever. Was- hey, man, I was sick, all right? It was better than any vacation you had. <laughs> it was. It was really nice. I mean, think about that. Nonstop video games, mm-hmm. watching sports, watching TV all well, you want. The video yep. games got old, so I'd watch TV and movies. <laughs> Lots of movies. <laughs> it was fun. One to ten scale? Ten. Oh, it was ten out of ten? Yeah, because I was only sick for two or three days, really. Like, I didn't feel good. And then I started recovering, and then, man, next thing you know, I was just video games all day and good food. Mm. It was fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> That's a good story. Uh you under the mailbag? You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I'm having a dilemma. My best friend's been going out with my father-in-law. You heard that right. My best friend has been going out with my fa- I'm picturing it, too. I Take yeah. me a second. Mm-hmm. Fa- okay, so if I did my father-in-law. Yeah. I'll do mother-in-law. If Eddie was dating. <laughs> That's where your mind Dayla. went. Well, I have okay. to. Because I'm, I'm dating sure your mother-in-law. Yes. Just for the sake of the story. Okay. Um, my best friend's 20 years older than me and 10 years older than my father. Okay. The first time they went out, she never told me, and I had to hear it from my husband. I was pretty upset, and she knew it. They went out again, and she told me. I want to be happy for her and my father-in-law because they both deserve to be happy, and I feel like they're compatible. But also feel if things end bad or don't go as planned, I'll be stuck in the middle. They both play a pretty important role in my life. I'm not sure how to feel, but it has me being very frustrated. I'm avoiding my best friend because all she wants to talk about now is that. I don't want to hear it. She also has never asked me how I'd feel about it if they went out. Am I being selfish? Please help. I'm going insane. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you're being selfish. Yes. It's not your business. Yeah. Right? Why would she check yeah, with her? No, no, I mean, if she wanted to, to be like, hey, just a heads up, I'm going to do it. That's okay. But it's kind of, it's, it's classified in Nunya. 
Yeah, and you're doing, you're worrying about the future that you have no control over. What I mean, what, so what if it works out and everything's great and you don't have to deal with any drama and actually be, ends up being super fun because you'll all get to hang out and like, why why are we worrying about what we can't control in the future? Can't do that. None your business. It, it's not. This is not your life. It's not even your parent. Yeah, it's your parent in law. In law. So I understand why it could feel weird or awkward. But that's okay. It's okay to be awkward, weird. All that's okay. That's life. But no, it's butt out. Yeah. And be there for your friend. I mean, if she was dating some other random guy, you would be fine if that's what she wanted to talk about. You'd be excited for her and be like, oh, tell me more. How is it? Da, 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 da. But now because it's your father-in-law, you're like, I don't want to hear it. And so then you're not showing up as a friend. But I don't want to, like, totally slam her. I think it's the feelings are, like, you're not not normal. You're That's normal to have confusing thoughts about this because it's your father-in-law, but then you need to move past it. It's normal to have confusing thoughts because your best friend didn't say, I'm going to date somebody else that's close to you, regardless if it's father-in-law, mother-in-law, cousin. Right. All, all of it's awkward, but there's you can't just be like, you're not my friend anymore. And this is why. Just, it's, not, it's not your business. Root, root, root for them. At least she's willing to ask, like, is this selfish? Okay, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we still like you. And yeah. we are all, we I have character flaws like crazy. Maybe this is just one of them. Yeah, like I might do that exact same thing, but then I hope that I would have some friends that would, would tell write me. In, no, you'd write it in the mailbag and I would say, Amy, you're, you're being, being selfish. selfish. Yes. Yeah. And then I would take it like with, you know, like a, a mature, in a mature way, I would receive what you're saying. You'd listen to the show and hear. Mm-hmm. We'd all make a joke or two. That is my mailbag. That's the mailbag. <laughs> all right, there you go. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Here's a voicemail from Michaela in Fresno, California. You guys mentioned the cicadas for nothing but months. Raymundo was all freaking out, saying that the world was going to basically end because the cicadas were attacking, and then we never heard what happened. So what happened with the cicadas? Is everyone alive? Did they come to kill everyone? Would love an update. It's a great question. I was worried about my wedding because Raymundo had me thinking cicadas were going to eat everyone alive at the wedding. Raymundo, what happened with cicadas? Similar to a hurricane, you can predict East Coast states. You don't necessarily know exactly where it's going to hit. It ended up doing Indiana, Ohio, West Virginia, spotty in Tennessee. It just never got Nashville. That sounds like the lines to, I go anywhere. West, West Virginia, Virginia, baby, I don't, I don't care. care. I don't even think it hit that hard in those places. It did. That Those places got drilled. Really? Yeah. I looked at a map. I knew it. So you, I was lo- just, you looked at a I map. I was curious. The where cicadas exactly were it? on a map? Yeah. No. Yeah, they have a they have an illustration of them. <laughs> All right, here's voicemail number two. Hey, Bobby, I just want to let you know that I was talking to my husband about Squid Game and tell him how we have to watch it because Bobby says it was the greatest show ever. And my fifth grade son was like, oh, I've heard about that. Apparently... All of his friends in fifth grade have watched this show and said that it's really good. Do you think it's appropriate for my fifth grade son to watch? Because he wants to. Fifth grade would be, let's see, 8, 9, 10, 11. Mm-hmm. It just depends the relationship you have with your kids. If you let them watch other violent things like gangster movies, cop shows, the violence isn't so much that you're going to go, wow, that's extremely gory. There are spots where that happens. There's people falling, people getting shot. It's just shocking. Um, the actual recommendation, there's a kid's review for Squid Game. Common Sense says 16 and up. Okay. But that's an online directory. If yeah. your kid is a mature 11, I would say you could probably watch it with them. 
So when someone dies, do they like zoom in and see brains and stuff like that? Or is it just like, oh man, they die? <laughs> a little bit of both. Oh. Okay. okay. Like sometimes somebody will do a big fall. Yes. And then it goes to. You don't think in episode one when the. they the, Careful. Yes. The, the little girl would do that thing and it would go. The doll. The, through the brain. They get shot. They get shot in the head. And it, yeah. it's, I feel Mike like D, some of them were a close up. I think, I think most 11 year olds know. I think if your relationship with your kid and you already let them watch stuff that's like, you know, pow, pow, bang, bang, gangster stuff. I don't know. Then, then I don't think it's so crazy. Mike, what do you think? It's comparable to what you would see in an R-rated movie. So if they're Good. more mature and can handle that, I would say yes. So my daughter presented a case to me. I recorded her. Do you want it? This is your daughter talking about Squid Game? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yes, and this caller's right. Like most uh, people at schools, are kids are watching it. Okay. Like it's a thing. My daughter came home and said, I want to watch Square Games because she misunderstood. So show her Hollywood Squares <laughs> from the 80s, the game show. It's a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Squid Game is this game that people that are in debt play. And they sign this contract. If they won, they get a lot of money. If they lose, they die. And so you think you should be able to watch that? Yes. Why? Because I have seen way more worse. Okay, but what's it rated? It's rated mature audience. And what does mature mean? Mean that if you're able to just sit and watch the TV show without, like, being scared. So, like, you... You can handle it? Yes. Uh, okay. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like a very mature answer to we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she said, okay. That sounds very mature. I think with that, she gets to watch Squid Game. And she defined mature very well. Yeah. I felt like she knew exactly what it was about. And she, because she's been hearing, she knew the debt, the, you know, if you win, you get money. If you lose, you die. And she's not wrong. She's probably seen way worse. <laughs> For me, Knowing her in this show, I would think it would be fine. Yeah. Okay. But also, I'm not the parent. Eddie, no. how many how many episodes are you into it? A zero. You haven't started at all. Mm-mm. Not yet. I, I finished your church one. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, the I, way down. I, I did that one first. I'm the way bring down. That up in a minute. How about that? Yeah, crazy, 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 crazy. And you're right. The fact that it's just right down the road from where we live. Yeah. There's a documentary and, on HBO, and that's been the- happening for years. Mm-hmm. But what is what really gets me is there might be people listening to us talking right now that are go like, that oh, church. I go to that church, yeah. which like, uh, I okay, I don't want anybody to think we're talking bad about them, but also, oh, I don't care. Well, I know. <laughs> Watch the documentary. I mean, you Mm -hmm. you go, there's a church down the road, and you're like, oh, oh, that's that's, like a cult. It's a cult. Oh, for sure. But, like, sometimes people don't realize when they're wrapped up in it that they're in that. They don't, they're in that. They're in that situation. They're not listening to the show. Okay. They're not even, remember, they would get They may not be allowed to listen to the show. Yeah, yeah, they're not listening to the show. Oh, okay. My pastor said our show is Christian guilty pleasure. (laughs) Wait, uh, go ahead. (laughs) Interesting. Go ahead. I don't know. He made some joke to me sometime, one time about something. I'm like, oh, people don't listen. He goes, no, I think your show's every Christian's guilty pleasure. Why would we be a guilty <laughs> Why pleasure? Why is it guilty? What, what are we doing here? Yeah. He's joking. He's just joking. Be a pleasure. Because Christians, he's not saying this at all. He's making a joke because, like, Christians should listen to Christian radio, like not K-Love. secular. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because technically anything not is what what they deem to be by they I mean like the church overall not my pastor or my church but like secular mm-hmm. <laughs> I've always worked in secular that radio. should be our thing the Bobby Bone Show Christian's <laughs> guilty pleasure <laughs> <laughs> that's our marketing ploy <laughs> uh, yeah well uh, I say let, I say you let your daughter watch good games 
Okay. Is that also Christian's guilty pleasure? No, no they're probably watching that. <laughs> no, I know. He, yeah. I, I Okay, I can I can get on board. She's going to be thankful that you all said yes. Okay. I didn't say anything. <laughs> you don't think so? I, I haven't watched it, so I don't know. I already know just by the way you're talking about, I can't let my 13-year-old son watch Like, if it. he gets Cause, scared, cause Sashira will not get handle scared. handle it. Oh, my, I, it's awesome. I'd watch it with him. Morgan, are you watching this? I, I tried to start the first five minutes, so I, I need to get in like a... It's not a scary movie, guys. I know, but it, I felt the same way. I was like, I'm going to be scared the whole time. It's not a scary movie. It's not a scary movie. I know. I had to get out of that mindset, and then I am going to try and watch the first episode. You, gotta, you have to get three all the way in before you give up. I'm telling you, you have to get through three. Okay. There might be certain scenes we end up like just fast forwarding through or whatever, but I think if you're a parent, you can watch it with your kids. Watch it before so you can anticipate yeah. and know, but a lot of kids are watching it in school, so they're already talking about it, and they might sneak and try to watch it behind your back, so you might as well watch it with them because it's so popular. But like it's case by case, because my son, heck no. Right. He's 11, could not show, he will, it will give him nightmares. He can't handle it. No, he can't, right. but my daughter... She likes this stuff. She can handle it. She's mature. <laughs> They're different. They're <laughs> yes. different. Yeah. Bobby Bonchon. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. After pledging to donate a portion of her sales from various businesses, Dolly Parton raised $700,000 for the United Way of Humphreys County. It was in support of victims from the historic floods that hit Tennessee in August. Tim McGraw shared a behind-the-scenes story from his time filming the movie Friday Night Lights. I had bought these remote-controlled cars, so we would set up this little racetrack, and we're racing these remote-controlled cars in the parking lot, racing them around. The three cars were just, like, neck and neck the whole time. So we started making martinis, and then we would set the martinis on top of the car. The goal was to win the race without spilling your martini. Luke Combs shared that his wife, Nicole, helps him with his merchandise. I'm so glad that she was willing to do that with me and, and collaborate on these things. And I'm going to give her all the credit, man. She knocks that stuff out of the park, and she's doing most of the work on that stuff. And I, I really, really have enjoyed having her uh, help me out with that stuff. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Okay, so this woman is traveling from Istanbul to Chicago, but she's very pregnant. And, well, she ended up going into labor on the long flight and gave birth to a healthy baby boy. Crazy that that happened. Yeah, I mean, I well, guess maybe she had to get to Chicago. She got super lucky that there was a doctor on her flight. But get this, he wasn't even supposed to be on this flight. He had an original flight booked like a week before, but then had to extend his stay for some reason. So... It's she's super lucky that he was on the flight and he's a surgeon. He's not someone that delivers babies for a living, but he knew exactly what to do. Interesting to me. Like, what do you do? Do you put up the armrests and lay her down on the seats? Do you have some sort of table you can lay her on in the middle? Yeah, I was thinking like the aisle or the galley where the flight attendants are. There's yeah, maybe. more room. It, it is an international flight, so there is more room. More space for sure. And do you tell, do you pull the curtains and be like, guys, stop. Don't shoot this with your cell phone. There's just so many variables there. Mm -hmm, That they have to consider. But, I mean, the baby's doing fine. But then, because you're born 30,000 feet. Yeah, what are you? Yes, what what country do you belong to? What's the baby's citizenship? And the thing is, if in the U.S., if the airplane is over U.S. territory, that baby, even though the family's from Turkey, could be a U.S. citizen if the parents want it to be. What about if the baby... Is born over the ocean? Yeah. Aquaman? (laughs) 
Well, it can become a citizen of the country where the plane is registered in some cases. Registered. Yeah. So what if the plane is like a Japanese airplane that they're flying? Well, you have the you have the option to wow. be like, oh, well, why I'm would somebody that. pregnant try not fly overseas and try to have a baby? Well, how do we know this wasn't her plan? Great plan. We don't know. I'm just kidding. We have no idea what her plan was. But the the good news is is that the baby was a okay. That's good. That's cool. That's a good story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's the oldest versus the youngest. It's elder versus millennial. Here we go. Up first. You're 42, right? 42, yeah. He's a dad of four. The Hispanic who don't panic. Yes. He loves to drink a nice cold beer. Ooh. And when the Dallas Cowboys win, you'll find him grinning ear to ear. Yeah. It is producer Eddie, All everybody. Right. His opponent. She turned 28 yesterday. Yep. Oh, look at you. She runs all of our digital. At Taco Bell is where she likes to spend her money. <laughs> and sometimes we give her a hard time for pronouncing words funny. It's Morgan number two. <laughs> You guys ready? Ready. Eddie, here are your questions that we think Morgan would know the answer to. Come on. Hmm. In texting abbreviation, what does H-M-U stand for? H-M-U. H-M-U. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen that one. H-M-U. Hug my... No. No, no, no. That was taking me in the wrong direction. I didn't like that. Uh, Honestly, my... I'm trying to get to my opinion, but that you, what's the you? Uh, Are you thinking of IMHO? What is that? IMHO, in my honest opinion. Go ahead. Like that, right? IMHU? What are the letters again? HMU. HMU. Hug my underwear. Mm. That's right. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. it's not. not? Oh. Morgan, would you like to guess? Yes. Hit me up. Hit me up. Like. Oh, well, it's not hair and makeup. Obviously, I would never get that. Wow. Uh, Morgan won Eddie Zero. Okay. Eddie, what singer played Cat Valentine on the Nickelodeon show Victorious? Cat Valentine. What singer played Cat Valentine? Yes, that's Selena Gomez. Oh, that's incorrect. Oh, Morgan? Ariana Grande. Correct. <gasps> oh, she's a cat. That's true. A salmon cat? Eddie, what's the name of Chip and Joanna Gaines' lifestyle brand? Magnolia. Correct. I see it at Target. Okay. Morgan with two, Eddie with one. Flipping categories. Morgan. Brian Austin Green is currently competing on Dancing with the Stars. He is best known for his portrayal of David Silver on this TV show. I'll play the theme song. The debuted in 1990. I watched the remake of this, so I th- I think this is one it is, but I never I never saw this version. 90210. That is correct. Okay. Beverly Hills, 90210. Morgan, this duo released their 11th studio album, H2O, 39 years ago this week. It featured a song that you'll hear here called Man Eater. What's the name of this duo? She'll chew you up. Oh, here she comes. She's a man eater. 
I've met one of these guys. And I don't, I can't remember their name. Which one do you think you met? He has curly hair, black curly hair. If it's the people that I'm thinking of. God, what's her name? Oh my gosh, this is gonna make me so mad. I got, I literally can't find it. Tom and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> the cat and mouse? Yeah. Nice. You have met one of them. Yeah. I thought so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, I mean, I don't know that you were here when he was in studio, but he's around town a lot. Eddie, I know you know it. Yes. So go ahead. She's met John Oates of the band Daryl Hall and John Oates. That's correct. There you go. All right. Morgan, you need this one. This TV show starring Jack Lord as Detective Steve McGarrett premiered 53 years ago on CBS. They've made a remake of it as well. I'm going to play you the theme song. Morgan? This is a shot in the dark, and I don't know why I think this is what it is, but Hawaii Five-0. Ooh, that's correct. <laughs> How'd she do that? Good job. <laughs> All right, we're going to tiebreaker real quick. Eddie. Are we? Do we yeah. need it? Huh? I think she won with that. Oh, she did? Oh, yeah. I only got one right. Oh, well, never mind. But I'll go time break, a tiebreaker. Oh, there you she want. is. She wins today. <laughs> wow, okay. Sorry, Morgan. Oh, okay. Oh. She nailed Hawaii Five-0. Amazing. I don't know how she did that. Maybe the remake song is... No, honestly, I think we've played enough games on the show that that song just stuck with me because, you know, Eddie's games. What's the score now, Bones? Morgan 2, you 0. Sorry, buddy. It's okay, buddy. (laughs) This is Susan in Arkansas, who's on the phone right now. Good morning, Susan. Good morning. How are you? Doing pretty good. What can I do for you? Well, I... Wanted to let you know that uh, we saw you at a Razorback game. My son plays. He's number 93, Isaiah Nichols. Um, We didn't bother you for a picture, so I wanted to know if we happen to see you again, can we come up and ask for a picture with you? Sure. As long as I'm not eating food, if there's not food on the table, just in general, it's kind of, if I'm out, I understand what's going on. Come up and ask for a picture. I actually love it. I think it would be great. It's the only time where I'm like, oh, 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 hold on. I was at the urinal at the Razorback game, and a guy oh, yeah. did ask for a picture. <laughs> That's I need to put. I just never put that on there because I don't think most people would ask for a picture while someone's peeing. Well, somebody did. I know well, that, that was weird. Yeah, the answer is yes, Susan. Would love it. Would would have loved to have met you, honestly. Um, but yeah, other than food, or maybe church, like you know. But at, once you're kind of walking out. Oh. What's funny about church, I just thought of this, because um, I know, yeah, you went to church last weekend or the weekend before, maybe, and um, one of my friends was there, and she said her husband, like, they got out and saw you in the parking lot, and he was like, man, whoever that guy is, he is trying hard to look like Bobby Bones. <laughs> like, just from a distance, and then she said, as they got closer, she sent me a text, and she was like, LOL, it is Bobby. <laughs> Why would anyone want to try hard to look like me? That's I don't the thing. know, That's funny, but I thought that that was funny. Susan, I, I, I would have been honored, and hopefully next time I see you, you'll come up and get a picture. Next time we see you, we will, for sure. All right, hope you have a great day. Thank you for okay. calling. Thank you. All right. Uh-huh. Hey, I do have this story that I wanted to share with you guys. A guy in North Carolina was driving with his five kids on Sunday when he stopped to help a woman who crashed a car. Mm. Okay? So, so, again, you're in North Carolina. You're driving. You got five kids in the car. You see a car wreck. 
and you go, okay, let me pull over. Hey, do you need help, ma'am? And she responded by stealing his SUV with all five kids in no, it. No, 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 no. You would think those five kids would have jumped her, though, right? I mean, at five, they're not all two. Yeah. yeah. Cops arrested her after she abandoned it less than a mile away. The kids are all okay. Hmm. She's facing multiple charges, including five counts of kidnapping. Wow. <laughs> that sucks. So the wreck was staged? Like this was all just a thing to steal the car? I don't know. That's the next level. What? Or maybe she just needed to get somewhere. That happens, though. <laughs> what? You cause an accident to get something that you want, like steal the car. So would you cause it or would you just pull into it like it happened? I don't know that you would cause it. Oh, a little fender bender bump. Yeah. Or you just pull off into the median, yeah. a little crooked, and start waving. Gotcha. Like, please help. Yeah. Uh, but no, she jumped in. All those kids had to be like, what's happening? Right. Yeah. Are you Or are you our new mommy? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, traumatic. That, that is traumatic. What I forgot to bring up yesterday, and I was LOLing, is that Raimundo went to that church that's in the cult documentary. Hmm? Yes, the Way Down. The Way Down church. on HBO Max. He, he went, went to remnant. it. He went to it, the Remnant Church and was taking selfies behind it, then tried to go get in it, and then he started saying a car was chasing him as he was leaving the church. Yeah, was that real? I mean, how can I fake a car in my rear view circling me as I'm in the parking lot at Remnant Church? I know. I just thought he's Ray saw a random car coming. He's like, I'm going to say this I'm car's still, following I'm me. leaning that direction. Yes. But still, Ray kept going, you guys watch this show on Netflix. And I, were, I said, it's HBO Max. And then he goes, Netflix, it's great. HBO Max. <laughs> but he was trying to get into the church. Yeah, it was a little creepy touching the same door handles that members of that church, because it is considered a cult, have touched. So, And I thought, what if this place is open? Am I actually going to walk inside? But it luckily was locked. I bet you they're not taking any new members right now hmm. in the wake of that documentary. There's also security. There is? Oh, yeah. I had friends that said, you won't even get close to the church. There's cops parked out front. There was at one of the exits, but I was able to kind of go in a back way. And get in there. But then, like I said, that car circled me multiple times and then made sure I left. Why wouldn't they take new members right now? Because people are trying to just infiltrate it, probably. Oh, gotcha. What do you think? It's like it's like Mm -hmm. known. I don't think they would be able to trust anybody coming in new right now going like like, a member of this church. Gotcha. So I would think that they're probably going, we're gonna put a moratorium on new folks. Now, why is Ray trying to get in the church? No idea. No idea. Okay. I've watched the documentary and it's so close to us. Why not go look at it? Hmm. You had to. Yeah, and I mean, Sunday morning? Huh, I might be itching to go check out a service. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but that's the thing. Bobby's saying they might. I don't know. I How don't do you... know about a, maybe a service, but to actually be a member of the church is yeah. a different thing. <laughs> okay. It's a wild documentary. If you haven't seen it and you have HBO Max, I encourage you to check it out. Since she passed away, who? Her daughter's running it. Okay. I don't know. All right. Didn't you see it? The documentary? Yeah. Yeah, but I guess I didn't catch. I I do other things while I'm watching it. You guys watching details. shows and like like it's like when Lunchbox watched Harry Potter, and he was like <laughs> mowing the yard at the same time. Well, of course you're gonna fail the test. Yeah, no, her daughter t- took it over. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ray, but you could you could get hurt doing that. Oh, there was risk. My wife was telling me, "Get home now, please stop doing that." And yeah, I was, I was maybe doing it for the gram and shouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I laughed. I did too. Caitlin goes, did you see what where Ray is today? And I was like, what do you mean? She was looking at his Instagram story. And Ray's right. He's got he's doing a hand above his head doing a selfie. He's oh like boy. reporting live from Remnant Church. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So did you know you can legally buy unclaimed Amazon and USPS packages? 
without knowing where they're coming from? Is it's, it like one of those where you go into the storage unit? Oh, yeah, storage wars. Yes, I would compare it to storage huh. wars. If you're interested in stuff from the Postal Service, you can go to govdeals.com, and you get these boxes. You have no idea what's inside, so it's like surprise. But do you know where it's coming from? Uh, yes, I mean, they. it's coming from their storage facility where they store unclaimed packages. You're missing my point. <laughs> I clearly am. <laughs> do you the know where they're being place. sent from? Because if I order something from Amazon and it's coming from Nike, the mail, the tag says it's coming from Nike. Yeah. And so it could be unclaimed, but they and they send it back. But I know it came from Nike or it came from Apple or it came from Lowe's. Yeah. I think that you're just going to like liquidation.com or the govdeals.com and it's you don't know what they're going to send you, but you buy some packages. I don't know if you get to choose which packages Yeesh. you want. Risky. Yeah, I probably wouldn't do that. But that's like storage wars. You buy a storage unit, you have no idea what's inside. And this is you get a bunch of boxes. But kind of on storage wars, if it's a nice unit... You know, and it was pretty expensive to rent. You know, someone's not going to rent. With that, who knows what I'm going to get? <laughs> There's no. You can get a box of thumbtacks. I'm interesting. We should do that, though, and buy a few and see what we get. Let's do it. Mike, can you follow up on that? All right. Mm-hmm. All right. What else you got? So Oprah Winfrey was talking about how she only has three close friends, Gail King, Maria Shriver, and her personal trainer, Bob Green. And her advice for friendships is to surround yourself with people who are as happy for your happiness as you are. And that basically too that like they cuz they're so content with their own life that they can genuinely be happy for you. I only have two. Stanley and Ella are my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and we sit around and we're like everybody feel good? Yeah. I mean, well, you would think someone like Oprah might have more than I would think three even friends. less cuz I just wouldn't trust anybody. Oh yeah, true. Well, these people have been in her life for like yeah. 42 years. That's 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 it. You got to find people and I you know I struggle from this a little bit. You got to find people that knew you when you were broke. So you can trust them when you're not. Or, you know, I never know who's like, I want to be your friend. And then three months later, will you play my single? Oh, do you know how many of these I get where I get a text like, hey, hope you're great. And I'm like, I haven't heard from this person in four months. Let me just stare at my phone. Next day, hey, listen, so I got a new single out constantly. Hmm. So I, tr- I don't even trust you guys anymore. Oh, what? man. But yeah. we were friends with you when yeah, you were broke. Yeah, but I saw you in the recording studio the other day. No. I sent you my single one <laughs> time, haven't. dude. One time. <laughs> I mean, we for sure were friends with you when you... It had nothing. Okay. <laughs> we were. Okay, Dan and Shay, they once dressed up as a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle for Halloween at a concert back in 2014, and somehow that sent a message to their fans that they must be obsessed with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and they're not. So Dan was talking to Fault Magazine and just said, you know, ever since then, we get, like, suitcases full of stuffed animals, <laughs> books, T-shirts, candy, anything teena- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle you could imagine, they get it. And I think they would kind of like it to maybe stop. I don't know. <laughs> Is that the PSA? Please stop sending them Ninja Turtles stuff? Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm throwing that in there for Dan, but I could imagine if you just dressed up like that for Halloween, but then suddenly your fans took it next level. So... Anyway. Well, that would stink because I was Raggedy Andy for a long time as a kid because <laughs> we, we couldn't afford a Halloween costume. So there was a doll named Raggedy Ann, which, by the way, looking back, was the worst doll ever. Hmm. Raggedy Ann was like a poor girl, little girl. Yeah. With her clothes were all raggedy. Redhead. Who, yeah. Who came up with that doll? And then they made her brother so guys could feel like they could be. And so that's what I went for Halloween. Raggedy Andy. Womp womp. Well, but sorry, that dude. was like as a kid. But what about as an adult, like as a raging idiot? I know maybe this doesn't have to do with dressing up, but like, do fans or meet at meet and greets still? People, people will dress s- up as us sometimes. But do they give you something? Um, no, a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news with Bobby. Tell me something good. 
All right, so there's a 97-year-old woman. She's living at home, but it catches on fire. And luckily, somebody's driving by and sees it. She's like, wait, something's wrong with that house. So she starts yelling. A neighbor comes out. goes, holy crap, because there are now flames coming out of this house. And by the way, this little old lady who's 97 lives in there. It's not like she can come running out. So the neighbor kicks in the front door, goes in, grabs the old lady in her living room chair, carries her out. And then she's like, what about the dog? So a different bystander goes in and grabs the dog. After they came out, that first bystander who was carrying the old lady collapsed. Oh, no. Because I guess all of it, the adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot. So they collapse. They start doing compressions on the guy that collapsed. He's okay. The old lady's okay. Everybody's all right. Here's a clip of the rescue. Come on. We got you. We got you. Huh? We got you. Across the street. Across the street. Get her Is there anybody else in the house? No. It's just you. Well, get your dog. Okay. Okay. Right here. Right here. Let me you get okay? you water. Hold on. You've got the dog. That's the one who was on the phone. Who was doing the phone. And the yeah. other two guys are the guys that kicked in the door and then went and got the dog. Wow. That's intense. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's time for the investigative morning corny. We have to figure it out. Lunchbox is out because he had another kid. And so Eddie, myself, and Raymundo will be our team member yeah! today. Let's go, Ray. All right. Ready? Yep. We have 90 seconds from when Amy finishes the joke. Amy, ready? Ready. The morning corny. Why is Dracula so easy to fool? Why is Dracula so easy to fool? Go. Uh, one, two, suck your blood. Suck your blood. Cape. Uh, the stake in his heart. Bleeding. Bleeding. What if he... A bat, a bat. He turns into a bat. Why is he easy to fool? Fool's gold. What about trick? Like trick, trick or, or treat. treat. I want to suck your blood. Red and black. You keep going to suck your blood, <laughs> but how's that black. trick? Bite your neck and suck Ooh. your blood. He's easy to fool. I want to suck your neck. Count of Dracula. Why Count is Dracula so easy to fool? One minute on the clock. Fool. Why is Dracula so easy to fool? Because he's such a dumb idiot. You can tr- trick or treat him. I want. Don't stop it with the suck your blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's not there. Why is it so easy to fool? Dracula. He, I am an idiot. <laughs> what about, what about, uh, um, what is he, is scared of the light? No. I want. Oh my gosh. Why is Dracula so easy to fool? What does Dracula do? He sleeps all day. Yes. He, he, he sucks blood out of neck. He lives in a coffin. Why is he so easy to fool? He hides. I want to. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> Why is he so oh easy to fool? <laughs> I don't know. Stop yelling at me. Do you want to just go with I want to suck your blood? <laughs> okay. Ten seconds. Honestly, thought like, oh, would get this. He, wow. He, count. Oh, count. Count Dracula. Can he count? He can't count. Why is he so fool. easy to he fool? He sucks your blood. <laughs> Eddie yelled at me and said, I can't be that. Okay. Well, let's just go with that because we have nothing else. I, but there's, go with what? I want to suck your blood. <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead. We'll do that. Okay. The morning corny. Why is Dracula so easy to fool? Because he wants to suck your blood. <laughs> I mean, close. 
Oh, really? really? Yeah. Good. Because he's a sucker. <laughs> oh, that's good. Get it? Like that's if you I feel like I would have got there, but Eddie kept telling me no. don't go there in that direction. <laughs> yeah, I and know. You know we that's so true. Close. You know that's true. You're right. Like every time Bobby was saying suck, suck, and I was like, yes. He wasn't it. saying suck. Yeah, but I was. I was like, you were You were stuck on. I want the suck. And then Ray was like, black and red, black and red. What? We did not get that uh, one. No. Ray and our team, we went 0-1. <laughs> okay. Um, good? Fine. Yeah. Good. Okay. We don't get to do our little thing. No. Okay. A supermarket chain is going to introduce 200 chat registers in its stores for people who are not in a hurry and just actually want to have a chat during the checkout. What? Yeah. Me, I get in. I like to get out. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but not everyone's like me. And some people, this may be the only time they get out and can actually have conversations. They live alone. Hmm. They're older. They're single and young. Who knows? But who are they talking to? Anybody else in line. Oh. It's like if you're in line here purposefully, you don't mind being talked to. Yeah, and you know that if you're in this line, it might take a little longer. But I think it's great. It's going to combat loneliness. Or I just see that's the shorter one, and I go to that one. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The initiative announced by a popular supermarket chain called Jumbo on Monday is meant to combat loneliness especially with the elderly population. Okay. See, thoughtful. You could just go and buy a head of lettuce for $1.49, have chat the next day, go buy an orange. Not bad. And for a dollar, be able to talk to people. (laughs) Pretty good idea. I wonder if it works. I wonder if it's going to take so much space, though, that it takes away some of the other registers that are actually functioning in in a quick manner. But I do like it that they're thinking about this, you know? Is there going to be a time limit on the chat? Like, all right, wrap it up. We got to get this line going. Yeah, like move it or lose it, guys. <laughs> right. Like, go sit on the bench and finish this conversation. Like, I know the conversation's good, but mm-hmm. we still got to check out. I like it. I like it. So two thumbs up to them. Uh, Paulette in Colorado is on the phone. I got a couple of really good calls here. Hey, Paulette, how are you? I'm good. How are you today? Doing great. What can I help you with? Yesterday, you had a woman call in saying she had COVID and everything she smelled smelled rancid. Even her meat. She couldn't eat no meat. I, I've been there. I went through that totally, and I had neuropathy on my foot. I went to the doctor and had acupuncture, and I can smell things. Nothing smells like raid ant and roach spray anymore. Um, I can smell flowers. I can smell people, and I can eat meat again instead of just cheese. I was eating cheese and chips all the time like her. Because of acupuncture? Totally. In your foot? In my foot, I mean, it had nothing to do with what, you know, I was experiencing from the COVID. I went in to have my foot fixed because I could, I was losing all the feeling in my foot. But the acupuncture fixed it. So I want everybody out there that's listening, seriously, even if your insurance doesn't cover it, go get you some acupuncture. You'll be able to taste meat again. I ate a and enjoyed it instead of wanting to gag from it. What if I, mean, I get acupuncture and I just enjoy steaks even more? Maybe. Like it tastes way better mm-hmm. than normal steak? Mm-hmm. Huh. I've had acupuncture on my feet before. It hurts. Really? Because it's such a sensitive spot. I have injuries galore. The, right now, i got wrist and shoulder problems from training too hard, from working out too hard. And Caitlin's like, stop. You're not trying to be an NFL player. <laughs> like, why are you training so hard? But I have all these, like, dings. I wouldn't say injuries. I have dings that... It, that I just can't fix, and so I've actually had acupuncture. It doesn't work for me, 
but I've never lost my taste. What is this? Do they poke needles in you? Mm -hmm. Yes. It's like I had it when I was trying to get pregnant. It didn't work, but um, I know a lot of people that it works for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. I have people that swear by it. Yeah. Professional athletes that swear by it. Mm -hmm. But what if that's it? What if she just shared the secret to getting your taste and smell back? Morgan, are you back? <laughs> no. My my taste is back. I can taste everything. I cannot smell things. So. If we bring someone in to do acupuncture, would you do that? Babe? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I will, but it'll. I hate needles, and I'm well, very ticklish. It's not the same. It's not the same thing. It's not uh, like a doctor needle. I know, but I'm just telling y'all. Yes, we can do it. You're just going to watch me, like, freak out. We just close your eyes. Scuba Steve, can we see if we can get an acupuncturist to come in here? Yeah, I can check it out. Maybe a sanitary thing, but uh, we can see if we could do it, yeah. No, not no, sanitary. They come to my house. house. Yeah, they come to my okay, house. Okay, all right. Then, yeah, then, well, yeah, we should be able to do it I then. think they do it at the mall. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, right by the Cinnabon. But, and what's cool about this caller is, it's, I don't think she went, she didn't go to the acupuncturist to get her taste back. This was a side effect of her doing what she was doing to help whatever she had going on with her feet. And then she realized in the process, what? That yep. brought my taste back or good, smell. Good call, Paulette. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, and I really, really hope this helps a whole lot of people. You have a great day. You have a great you day. Too. You have a better one. She's sweet. Dang, nailed it. On the phone in Texas is Brianna. Hey, Brianna, thank you for calling the show. What's going on? I totally needed y'all's advice. Okay, I'm ready for you. What you got? Where I work, I'm part of like the management got people. And then we have, like, our employees. Well, one of the employees is one of my really good friends. And I just found out that her and, like, two other people were going to get fired. So you want to so, know if you should tell her. Yeah, because, I mean, she is really, like, one of my really good friends. But it is still my job. And I do have to be professional. And... I don't know if, like, do I call her off to the side because she's a good friend, or do I just wait for, like, our bosses to do it? I think this comes down to how close of a friend she is. And if she's going to be in your life for years and years, I think you have to look out for that friendship. If she's over an eight in the friendship scale, I would let her know. And I would say, hey, I just saw this. Also, please don't let anyone you know and don't make a scene because it's going to hurt me. Yeah. But I would say... If she's an over an eight, you gotta let her know. Uh, or you just won't be friends anymore because she'll be like, you knew and you couldn't even tell me? Where do you put her on that one through ten? Um, so, she, I mean, I'm 25 and we've been friends since, I think, second grade. Mm, oh, wow. You gotta tell her. And you have to tell her and you have to ask her to not go to the boss. Like, you, you're being vulnerable and telling her. And you're only telling her because you're such good friends. And you know you shouldn't tell her. And you could get fired for telling her. But I think if it's a friend that you're looking forward to a lifelong friendship with, imagine if you got fired and your best friend knew or a really good friend knew and you walked out and you're like, you knew and you didn't even tell Ooh, me. That's yeah, way worse. you would want to know. Yeah. My advice, just knowing what I know from the story you're telling me, is that you got to tell her if you're, if you're super close to her. That stinks. It's a hard thing. And there's not a, really a right answer here. You got to tell her and then hope that she doesn't throw you under the bus. She asked me to dinner last night, and I just found out yesterday. And I told her, I was like, I got to go home with my dogs. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Yeah, this is going to start affecting your hang time with her. So mm -hmm. so when is the firing happening? In like 48 hours. Mm -hmm. Well, you got about 24 to let her know. 
Will she handle it well? Mm, if I tell her in uh, in a public setting. Why, Wait, would, what? why would you take her to Chick Fil A to tell her? Wait, this, yeah, no, tell you're her. You're saying you can't tell her alone? Like you're witnesses s- around. I have witnesses around. Well, she, you need witnesses to make something. sure she doesn't do something like, to you. Stab her. You she seen? doesn't go crazy. She doesn't start yelling at me. But it's not your fault. No, but I feel like it's going to be one of those things. Like, look, you're in the management. Why can't you talk to them? And I'm your friend. Like, you should be able to. Help me out. Oh, man. Then how I would I approach have that conversation. This is how I would approach it. I do it eight mile style. What you go in with is everything that you know she's going to say about you or ask you. You have prepared in kind of the pre to saying she's going to be fired. It's like, hey, listen, I know I'm your friend. I've already been to the boss. I've asked three times. I know. You know, when he's like, I know you're going to make fun of me because I'm trailer trash. I know. And it's that final scene of eight mile. Okay. You it. have to go in and eight mile her and go all of this stuff I've already done. And it's not working. And I've tried everything. And and that's genuine. You obviously do care about her. You're concerned. That's why you're asking what you should do. You've is she really conflicted. a friend if you need security, though? That's weird. <laughs> I mean, I just know her temper. And I just don't want... I don't like conflict. And so I'm, like, back and forth with this because I just don't want it to cause drama. Because I feel like... Yeah. I don't know. She just I, she's gonna be upset, and then I know I'll get over it. But I just don't want to deal with that upset time period. You're gonna have to deal with it anyway, either after she gets fired and you didn't tell her, or before when you do tell her. It's just do you want the friendship to last? Because I don't think the friendship lasts if you don't tell her. So I think you have to tell her. Part of being a friend sometimes is going through the stuff that ain't easy. So I think you give her that eight mile treatment. You've tried everything. You've done everything. You just want her to know. Tell her she will eventually get over it and get a new job and you can maintain your relationship. I think if she gets fired and you didn't tell her but you knew, I mean, you can always act like you didn't know. Can you? I thought about that. I mean, that's option three. It's like once she gets fired, you're just shocked. You're like, what? <laughs> I didn't know that. Why can't I believe it? The okay. better way is to just tell her. This is what I'm going to say. Apparently Again, in public. Tell her. You have to let her know. You have to tell her everything that you did to make sure that she is able to keep, but it just isn't going to work out. But as a friend, you want to let her know. That's my final final answer. We're about to play Who Wants to Be a Hundred Air, so I'm getting in the mind right now. That's my final answer, unless you go with the other choice of, I cannot believe it, but you just got to hold on to that one forever. Okay. Okay? Okay. Good luck. Thank you. I think I'm going to tell her. Yeah, you should tell It's uncomfortable. It sucks. I'm not acting like there's a, a, a way that where this isn't, you know, Awful. So understand it. Uh, eat the eat the oats first. Let the marshmallows happen later when your friendship is still intact. That's you my just, lucky charms reference. You just lost her there, but yeah, yeah. it's yeah, what you do is you eat the oats first. The oats, and then the marshmallows are all left at the end. Right. And you can enjoy those. Okay, thank you for the call. Thank you. Bye, Brianna. Bye, bye. Well, that stinks, huh? Yeah. Man. It's not a good situation. But I feel like we handled that good. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's always easier to give people advice than to actually do it too. So it's cool. <laughs> I don't know what I'd probably be like, what? (laughs) You got fired? Nah, if you were to know that I was getting fired, you wouldn't tell me. Heads up. I wouldn't know. Hey. (laughs) Yes, you would. (laughs) I'm saying it hypothetically. Let's play Who Wants to Be a Hundred Air. You've heard of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Well, we ain't got that kind of money around here. Actually, we don't have any money. 
just 100 bucks I took out of the ATM. It's my money. But you're competing for this money. At any point, you can say, I'm done. I'll take the money. But you could win $100 in cash. Now I have a 100-sided dice here. Four people are up for uh, for the game. Amy, pick a number one through 100. 52. Eddie? Uh, three. Morgan? 75. Ray? Wow. 51. Okay. Uh, what I do? 52? Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Come on, low number. The number is... 44. Oof. Yeah! <laughs> Amy, what'd you pick? 52. Ray, what'd you pick? 51. Yeah. Oh, Ray got, got me. Straight prices is right, bro. Ready, Ray? Yes. The first three The first three questions you have 15 seconds to answer it, okay? Okay. Question number one. According to the common phrase, something that goes around does what? Very, very simple. Final answer comes around. That is correct. Okay. Take the money, Ray. Take that was the money. <laughs> Do it. That was the $1 question. Would you like to go and commit to the $5 question? Yes. Now, remember, you have a few lifelines here. You have Ask a Friend in the Studio, you have a coin flip, and you have Make a Trash Can Basket. Okay. And the Ask the Person, it's Amy, Morgan, or Eddie. Yeah. Okay. Your $5 question. In the Looney Tunes with Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote, what famous sound does Roadrunner make? I know that one very easily. Final answer, it is... Beep, beep. Correct. Oh, right now you got $5. You're $5 richer than you were 10 minutes ago. How does that feel? Uh, Great, because I'm pretty cash light. <laughs> you can buy a 40 with that, Ray. <laughs> Would you like to go to the $10 question? Absolutely. If someone tells you that you have quotes, bats in your belfry, what are they accusing you of being? Quick question. Can I use two lifelines on the same question? Why? Yeah. All right. Um, if someone tells you that you have bats in your belfry, is that how you say it, Mike? Or belfry? Bats in your belfry, B-E-L-F-R-Y. What are they? What are they accusing you of being? You got bats in the belfry. I'm gonna be honest. I have no idea on this one, and it does seem like an older person type phrase. <laughs> Eddie, <laughs> that's rude, but <sighs> Eddie's initial reaction going back from the mic makes me think that he doesn't have any idea what it means. I'm gonna have to uh, go with the lifeline of. Uh, Flipping a coin. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Good. Wow. I, I have no Morgan, idea. Morgan, I feel like, did you know that? I, I have a guess, but it's not a solid oh, answer. Oh, so is it, are you, is it a young person thing? No, bats, no, no. It's bats in the belfry, right? Yeah. Okay. If someone tells you you have bats in the belfry, what are they accusing you of being? And this is for $10. Ray, would you like heads or tails? Tails never fails. Nice. If it's tails, he continues on. If it's heads, he loses all the money. Oh, man. Here we go. He says tails. Amy, I'm flipping it. It is... It's on the ground. Come on, Amy. Tails! Tails! Yeah! <laughs> Good job. Morgan, what would you have guessed? I thought, like, similar to, like, skeletons in the closet, like, you're a, a bad person. Oh, that's not right. Oh. Bats in the belfry. Yeah, you're crazy. Get bats in the belfry. Oh, wow. Right, your $20 question. All right. Would you like to go to it or just take 10 bucks? I'm going to do the $20 question, Bones. It feels like that you're getting toward the end, though. 
well, to get to $100, I mean, what do I got? Are you going all the way to 100 Absolutely. Oh, you're going to go? I don't even need to ask you. You're just going to keep going. Okay. What common physical trait takes its name from a Bible story set in the Garden of Eden? What common physical trait on a human takes its name from a Bible story set in the Garden of Eden? Common physical trait? What? Like on, the, on the human body. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Final answer, Bones, on this one. Why do you keep saying it before you give the answer? Uh, <laughs> you gotta say the answer first, Ray. Ray, are you sure? Because as soon as you say it, it's over. Ray, are you sure? My bad, Bones. Kay. It is, uh, my answer is the rib. Oh. The rib. And is that your final answer? Final answer. <laughs> is it wrong? Say the question again. What common physical? Ray. <laughs> what Ray, why didn't you come to me? Lifeline. What common physical trait takes its name from a Bible story set in the Garden of Eden? Oh. Ray, I would have said wait, rib, dude. Is that, wait, but see, I'm hearing something different. You said on the body. I was listening for keywords on what the body. What common physical trait takes its name? I gave that as an extra hint. Okay, yes, so can, I guess, uh. No, he's he's done. Yeah. He wasn't Dang listening. It. You would have said. I would have said clothes. No. Adam's apple? Adam's apple. That's what I thought. Oh. But that's not. Ray. Oh. Yeah, it is on your body right uh, here. Okay. Mm. I thought because they ate from the tree, then all of a sudden they, you said on the body, so then the physical traits, we have to wear clothes now because we're self-conscious. Adam, Adam's apple. Wow. Just like that, Ray. You got a should've couple right. I had taken the five. Yeah, I mean, you can say that after the fact, but I would have lifelined Amy and she didn't know it. Yeah, so. well, I was, keyword on, clothes on, but you meant on the body. The name of a body part on the body. Mm -hmm. Like your nose is on your body. Got it. Got it. That, yeah, I get it now. Ray, you want to hear the other ones? Yeah. 50 bucks. What's the French word for a snail which is often served as an hors d'oeuvre and is common in both France and India? Uh, Lifeline Amy on that one. Escargot. Correct. The $75 question was, which U.S. president also had a successful acting career appearing in over 50 movies? Uh, You have no lot. You, you right. Yeah, go ahead. I would have done the paper, but Lincoln? Oh. Actor? <laughs> Come on! Like, I don't think he acted. He got shot in a theater. <laughs> he wasn't acting, though. The answer was? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. Correct. And then the $100 question would have been, what physicist developed the theory of relativity? EMC squared relativity um, Newton. <laughs> wow, for $100. I mean, no, guys. Einstein. Einstein, Einstein yeah. Ray, you, yeah, you, did you have a good time, though? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I've had to pay nobody any money. Yeah. This is the greatest game. It's fun, though. Hey, how many chances do we get, like, uh, until before we go to listeners? I think we had a, a good breakthrough today in the first round of 15 seconds. Okay. Second one's 30. Um, maybe next week we'll try the listener. Okay. Oh, we're not going to roll again for our, one of us to play? I'll tell you what. We'll so I just get to be someone's forever lifeline? We'll, we'll play tomorrow morning earlier than this. Okay. I don't want to keep putting it in prime time. <laughs> we'll play again tomorrow morning early, All at right. least somewhere earlier, okay? It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. There are these two eight-year-old boys, Owen and Stevie, best friends. They live in Chicago, and they go to elementary school together. Well, all of a sudden, Owen's parents have a, to move to Missouri because they got a job. So Owen's gone. Stevie's bummed. They try to keep in touch, you know, through letters and FaceTime and things like that. But Stevie really misses his best friend. Well, one day, 
Owen was having a bad day at school and his parents said, you know what, let me call Stevie's parents and see if we can coordinate them coming to surprise Owen because he's having a bad day. And when he when Owen gets out of school, Stevie's in the backseat of the car and here's audio of them meeting each other again. What are you doing here? <laughs> I'm visiting you in Chicago. That's what I'm doing here. <laughs> oh my God. I'm having the worst things. I know. I heard about it. It's okay. <laughs> That's what, yeah, it's okay. I feel like I'm dreaming. Aw. Let me tell you something. I heard about it, he said. Yeah. When, when I was mm, 10 years old, I went to a summer camp. And me and this guy, Jules, we hit it off. Jules lived in New Orleans. We wrote letters to each other for two years and then never heard from Jules again. And I still think about Jules today. Like, where is he? What's he doing? I have no clue. Sounds like a case for Scuba Steve to me. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you know about Jules? Nothing. He lived in New Orleans, and that's it. Do you know his last name? Nope. Is nope. real first name? Yeah, do you know his real first name? His name was like Jules. Like when you would like, mail him letters, though, you didn't have to put his last name? Yeah, I did, but I mean, that was I was 10 years old then. Was yeah. it Guys, I'm 42 now. L-E-S, Jules, or like, like run the Jules? I, I think it was like Julian, but Jules. So maybe he goes by Julian now. Like J-U-L-E-S. That's right. I do remember that. What? Okay. What else there's can, no way we're going to find Jules. What else can you remember? I mean, he had broken his arm like earlier that that. That summer. Make that note, Scuba. <laughs> <laughs> so he did break his arm. He's in a and cast. And he also was 10? He was 10, too. And he was really good at football. Mm. I mean, we were best of friends, man, that summer. Check the NFL. Is Do you he know out there? anything about Jules's parents? No, nothing. So the, the summer camp was in San Antonio. What do you look like? White guy, black guy? He's a black guy. He's a black guy. Mm-hmm. So y'all were right for two years. What did okay, he tell you? That's, that's a, race is a big part of it. Could have sure. been a Hispanic guy. You're like, I don't know anything else. A black guy named Julian. Great. <laughs> or Jules. I don't know if that was his real okay. real name or nickname. New Orleans area. Yeah. Played football. Broke his arm that summer. We've, we've already established yeah. those two things. The summer camp was in San Antonio. <laughs> that's all I know, guys. Okay. That's it. So we're looking for a, a Julian or Jules that's 42, maybe 41, uh-huh. that went to a summer camp in San Antonio over 30 years ago. Broken. Jules, if you're listening. <laughs> He's driving to work right now. Wait a second. I remember Eddie. There is... We, I mean, no, guys. They, we start yelling at people's names. We're not going to find that. Them. Would be amazing. That would be and really, really cool. And then he surprises you, and you're like, "I was having a bad day," and he's like, "I know, buddy. I That's know. why I'm here." And I make this on "Tell Me Something Good." Yeah, we that'd do our be, own. See, I feel like really that cool. kid was also about to say, or maybe he whispered it, and it's not in the video. But he was. It sounded like he said, "That's what friends are for." Yeah, I think you heard that. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I, I heard that. I don't know, Amy. I did. Well, Eddie, I'm now invested in this story. Yeah, I know. Well, this my tell me something good is good. Yes, it is. Can you think to just spend the rest of the day thinking about other little, if if someone said, hey, we need to find this guy, it's a missing person, and we need to know everything we need to know about him. Man, I'm, I was ten years old, Bones. Yeah. That was a long time ago. I'll think, I'll think, but I mean, everything, all the info I gave you is pretty much all I know. Okay, we'll check back in. Tomorrow. Hey, Jules, if you're listening, man, I've been thinking about you, dude. Hope you're doing well. That's weird. All right, <laughs> what? That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? It's that time of the morning where we get over and catch up on the news. Bobby's Big Stories. We don't like the news news. Kind of like the news. The news. Things we would find interesting. (laughs) Uh, First off, a cliff rescue in Santa Barbara took a turn for the weird on Monday afternoon when firefighters discovered the person they were going to save was actually a movie mannequin. Oh, Not no. a real person oh. clinging to the rocks. Mm-hmm. Looked like a human. And so they got a call and they went to save the human and it was a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just hopefully in a rescue, sometimes people can get hurt. It, 
and they're frisking a mannequin. Passerbys had called 911 to report a woman dangling from a cliff over Hope Ranch Beach at 3.49 p.m., so obviously they jumped into action. They got there. They discovered that the woman was actually a mannequin left over from a movie shoot the days before that this had happened. Oh, my. So it seems like it wasn't done in a way to be funny. Right. But they just forgot. But you probably shouldn't forget that. Nope. <laughs> For a couple reasons. Those things are expensive. And two, it looks like a human hanging, yeah. hanging off a cliff. Uh, next up in the news. The other two are not super fun. But it's something we've been talking about, which is, again, the Gabby Petito, Brian Laundry story. Police are on the hunt as they look for Brian Laundry, and they have discovered a recently used campsite where the fugitive told his parents that he was going for a hike. Mm. Okay. So, you know, what does it mean? I don't know. Could have been anybody, but this is the specific spot where he told his parents he was going. A source close to the 23-year-old man's family told CNN News late Wednesday that authorities found... Fresh trace, traces of trash at a campsite. Again, that could be anywhere, anybody, but this is a massive area where he he said he was going, and I don't know. I, I feel just, like the parents would have just never told any, exactly where he was going yeah. anyway. Yeah, and then, yeah, if I was him, you need to pick up after yourself. So yours is about give a who, don't pollute? No. <laughs> <laughs> you just think he would be like, well, I better not leave this wrapper here. Yeah, or maybe you're not thinking about that. Yeah. Maybe it's the it's such vast the land is so vast and sprawling that you go it kind of doesn't matter. They're not going to trace this back here anyway. Yeah, but how is it with the drones? I know it's crazy. I don't get it. How can we not find him if he's really alive? Unless he's just not anywhere that they are there think caves he is at all. or like underground or in the mountains. Like I don't know what the terrain is like there. So, but I mean, if he knows different ways to hide, I mean. But at some point, you got to walk out of the cave. Yeah, I know. You got to go to the gas station and get some beef jerky <laughs> at some point. Apparently, you got to get some snacks. So we know Dog the Bounty Hunter has been out looking. But now people are going, don't you guys realize why Dog's doing this? Which, by the way, I said immediately, this is just a publicity stunt. Yeah. But Dog's got a new TV show coming out, uh. they say. One of Dog the Bounty Hunter's daughters has dismissed his high-profile pursuit of Brian Laundry as a publicity stunt. Quote, it's a publicity stunt. Is this the same daughter that might have slashed his tires? Oh, yeah, the wedding one. Remember that? Yeah. This family. (laughs) I'm interested, but I'm glad I'm not involved. Yeah. So she's like, hey, this is a publicity stunt. And then you start to read about it, and a lot of networks have come back to him to go, hey, let's do this again. Let's get another show going. So he's been shopping a show, and now he's out again. But I don't give a crap. If he finds him, give him two shows. That'd be awesome. That means he's actually good at what he's doing. At this point, I think he's a caricature of probably what he was, which was even a caricature of a person yeah. back yeah. in the day. But I'm just shocked they haven't found this dude yet. It's crazy. And so is he called a fugitive now? I don't know. I, that's They're what... looking for him in the case of that using that credit card, her credit card. Oh, so th- okay. So I don't know if fugitive is the word you would have used, but they're not... They're wanting to question him about the death of Gabby Petito. But what they want him for is the use of her credit card. Right. Okay. So, I mean, I know the article said fugitive. So, I'm like, I'm just trying to break down. Like, they probably, if they want him to maybe turn himself in, you need to use more gentle language. Did this article say fugitive? Yeah. It does say that? Yeah. Because it also, you said it. Publicity stunt who dismissed the high profile. Yeah, you were reading it. Maybe it's a different article that I read a minute ago. Okay. This one does not say fugitive. Oh, gotcha. Uh, the school shooting happened yesterday while we were on the air. Yeah. 
No, after we, I guess we were doing the podcast. Oh, right, it was in the, the morning. Mm-hmm. And Morgan goes, "Hey, there was a school shooting in Texas. What do you know about this?" Well, I know that it wasn't anything premeditated, and oftentimes when that goes down, you're like, "Oh no, what you know, what happened?" There, there apparently a fight broke out, and one of the students there, this kid named Timothy, he's 18 years old, had brought a gun to school, and in the confrontation, pulled out the gun and started shooting. Four people were injured. Thankfully, it looks like everyone should be okay. One critical condition. Um, he fled the scene. Luckily, uh, he made the decision to turn himself in. So he's in custody. His family is saying, you know, they're asking for forgiveness. He should have never taken that gun to school. But they did say he was. He took it to protect himself. So clearly there was confrontation happening, and he felt like he needed that to protect himself. And uh, that's basically that in, in a nutshell, which is— not good either way. It's awful. He should have never had a weapon at school and that shouldn't happen. Um, I'm just thankful it wasn't like a well-thought-out, premeditated thing because it could have ended up worse. Because that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. As soon as you hear a school shooting, you go, yeah. well, crap. You think Sandy Hook or um, Columbine or the numerous others. I mean, there's been so many. But it's he, awful. he took a gun with him because even his parent, his name is uh, Timothy Simpkins, said he's bullied all the time. And he took a gun with him to protect himself. Yeah, and he turned himself in. I mean, you could tell, like, to me, that that says a lot in his family. Like, just hear, seeing them be like, we're just asking for forgiveness. He should have never done this, but he was trying to protect himself. And so it's just like a broken a broken situation, and it wasn't handled properly. They went on to say the family is not justifying the shooting, Mm-mm. but they say he was scared to death of harassment. They apologized and said his decision to pull the gun uh, was wrong, but he was scared. Yeah, and it was a. Uh, it it is it does hit different though, and if you're a judge, and also nobody died. Yeah, yeah. thank goodness. You can't take a gun to school. That's all. We're all there, right? We're yes. all there. But I think that's handled differently by a judge when it's like, hey, you're you're protecting. You did this wrong. You're gonna get in trouble, but you're protecting yourself. You didn't go into the classroom going, I'm gonna take out a bunch of people. Yeah, it was a. Uh, I don't know what this looks. I know a handgun, but it was a 45 caliber handgun, and I and again he's 18, so now the investigation is like. How did he get the gun? Could he legally have it? What is the deal? Like, who knows? Well, that is... But uh, he can't have it at school. (laughs) That's for sure. That is for sure. Yeah. (laughs) That's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. On right now is Brian, who is in Georgia. Appreciate you calling the show, Brian. What's going on, buddy? Not much. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Um... I was calling to ask the studio's opinion, what do I need to expect if I go to a Brooks and Dunn concert? Well, funny you ask. I actually saw the guys yesterday. Talked to them for about an hour. Really? Yeah, it's awesome. (laughs) I love those guys. Uh, Here's the thing about Brooks and Dunn. They are in the Country Music Hall of Fame, which is the highest honor you can get. And we all know Brooks and Dunn, just their music is awesome because we grew up with it. But they're actually still really good. And we have a lot of artists to come by. And some of the older artists that we love and respect... They don't have what they had because that's just what happens with age. You just don't have what you have at times. That's not the case. I don't know why. I don't know how, but that's not the case with Brooks and Dunn. I don't know how they're still so good. Like physically, I don't know how they're still so good. I know half their band pretty well. Those guys are still good. And they don't go and hire 22-year-olds. Like it's the crew. The fun fact, they share a band with Reba. Oh, really? It's the same guys? Yeah. And so, and that's how I know all the, the, wow. the bands. So when Reba plays the Opry, I know, you know, <laughs> and when they do the show together in Vegas, mm. the, 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 that makes it easy. It's the same band. That's how they can switch in and out and go at the oh. same time. So here's what I'm going to tell you. It's going to be awesome. 
Mm-hmm. It's, they're going to play all the songs you know and love. They're funny. And you're going to go home and go, well, that was actually a great concert, not just because it was the people from when I was a kid, but it was the people when I was a kid that are still awesome today. And it's just so rare that, you know, they're 65 plus. They still have what they had. They still have it. <laughs> yep. I was just, I was thinking about it yesterday. And so also I'm biased because I grew up a massive Brooks and Dunn fan. And now because my life is absolutely bizarre, I'm friends with them. So you're going to love it, man. Have the time of your life. And I don't know. I mean, pick the few songs that, that's what I do. I like, I'm like, I'm ready for this one. <laughs> and then I sing all the rest. But when it gets to that one, I go full out. You know, it's like doing sprints. I run hard. But that last couple, I'm really putting in full effort. Trying to hit my best times. So you're telling him to get ready for that My Maria moment. I mean, if it's My oh, Maria, if it's Brand New Man. Neon, for me, it's Neon Moon. Okay. Same. Yeah, for me, me. But also, like, I saw the light. I've been baptized by the fire and the and the flame in your eyes. Like, that's. Yeah. And they can still sing that like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. One of my top. I'd say top five radio career moments of like 15 years worth of cool stuff is watching Bobby and Eddie, the Raging Idiots, on stage at the Ryman with Brooks and Dunn singing Neon Moon. And just, I was side stage recording it. I wasn't even part of it, but it was just like the coolest thing ever. And was, that's true. Yeah. That's that was true. Amazing. No, no, it was amazing. That's, it was amazing. You know, I think I didn't think about because they played with us at the Ryman. Yeah. And then sang that same song. At Caitlin and I's wedding, like those are two top moments for me. Yeah. yeah, we should play that. I know we have before. Can we pull that in the next, Ray? Yep. Like the rhyming performance of Brooks and Dunn with the Raging Idiots. I, if Ray can't find it, I have it on my cell phone. No, you just sing it back to us. Oh, like you, like you remember it. <laughs> yeah, have so fun, good. man. It's gonna be the. I'm jealous you get to go to that sh- that, that show, Brian. It's awesome. Oh, well, I wanted to share with you on how I'm able to go as well. It go. was free tickets yeah. for veterans. Oh, that's awesome. Um, it's in a website called vettix.org, and veterans can sign up. And then there's another one called firsttix.org, and I think that's for first responders as well. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Well, uh, you serve? I did. I was in the Marine Corps for about five years. Well, we appreciate your service. Thank you very much, and thank you for the call. And if you love Brooks and Dunn or 90s Country, and also, let me tell you, LV Shane's opening. Oh, yeah, and he's Let's so not good. forget this. LV Shane's I'm I'm now the promoter of the tour. <laughs> LV Shane was on our show last week. He sings My Boy about his stepson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into a stepdaughter. He sings that song. And then the middle's Travis Tritt. That's oh, gonna wow. be so good. So I love Travis. He may have blocked me on Twitter, but I love Travis Tritt. <laughs> that was a good song. Yes. That's gonna be a heck of a show. Dang, I want to drive down to Georgia and go to the show tonight. <laughs> All right, Brian. Hey, appreciate your service and thank you for calling the show. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, buddy. We get fired up sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. For just we're, someone going, hey, are they good? And yeah, we're yeah. not even going to the show. <laughs> He's like sitting there on hold like, okay, just was asking if I was going to have a good uh, time. I just wanted to know if they were going to play my favorite song. <laughs> I don't Let's talk about it, Abby. Huh? Oh, I can't hear what I just said. What? It's, it's me, Bobby. Hey. <laughs> hey, welcome to the show. Yeah. Hi. A- Abby's our yeah, phone screener. About- she, If you call and you're like, hey, I want to get on the show, Abby, we'll talk to you and say, hey, what do you have to say? And then... She'll write it on my screen, and if I have time, I'd love to get to as many calls as possible. But Abby came to me a few weeks ago, and she said, hey, I have an issue. I'm getting on these dating apps, and I'm matching, and I'm going on a single date, but then they never want to go on a second date, or they cancel before the second date. 
Mm-hmm. So then you started to get DMs from guys going, I would give my left kidney for you. Basically, yeah. Rip out an eyeball and eat it in front of you just to show you my undying attention. Then it got weird. Yeah. Uh-huh. It got a weird. Much. Uh-huh, a little. But what's happened since then? Okay, this is so random. So I was I, I was like on the couch. I didn't know what I was doing. I was kind of distracted. And I got a, it was a selfie, a headshot of like a firefighter. Okay, and he's like posing in front of the engine, and he has like a big grin on his face. So he sent you one on what platform? A text, like a text out of nowhere. So how do you get your phone number? I have no idea. It's like an unknown number, no idea. So I kind of ignored <laughs> it because I was like, mm, this is, I mean, it's obviously not for me. So you just get a number, because we all get these, and we're like, huh, who is this? Right, just like, like an act- 632 yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, and I, it's not a Nashville number, not Wichita. So Did I'm you like, look up the area like, code? Uh-huh. What is yeah. it? Um, it's in like DC okay. area. Fair, okay, fair. The okay. show is at least on there. Yes. Yeah. Don't know how they got your number, but go ahead. Oh shoot. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, I kind of ignored it, and then two hours later, he responded or texted me again and said, "Oops, that's so embarrassing. Wrong number." Um, and I was just like, so I sent back emojis just so he knew I got it and it was fine. Um, and it was like the fire emoji and the fire engine and the fireman emoji. And he was like, you got a fire? And I was like, oh. no, what? but what? <laughs> and I was like, no, but I know who to call if I do. I don't know why. So I just thought it was funny. Like, I'll joke. <laughs> why not? And then he sent like a gif of like a firefighter, like taking his jacket off oh. and he was like I'll put your fire out and <laughs> oh my. like it went on and then he was like no but I'm really sorry like that was meant for the chief for the website and I was like wait do they send these to the chief they send headshots yeah Did probably you say what for website? the website no I didn't I, I mean I was just figuring like the firefighter like you know their department mm-hmm. like they were they're gonna feature him as a yeah yeah the they do Firefighter of the month. Yeah. They do, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't ask too much. Um, so anyway, he just like introduced himself and he's like, oh, by the way, awkwardly, my name is, Sa- I'll say Sam. That's not really his name. And I was just like, okay, nice to meet you. But now we're, just, we're still talking. That was a few days ago. What else, what else are y'all talking about? I mean, he wants to know everything about me. And that's why I'm like, oh, okay. No. First <laughs> of all, first of all, this is, this is. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step up, I and Mike, know. I think you need to hop over here, too, what? because Mike D. This is so... What is happening? I don't know. It's not what's happening. It's just, this is... Uh, Abby, I don't... I hope I'm wrong, okay? Oh, God. Because you know I care about you. Yes. But there have been times where I've got random pictures, and it happened in a couple of years, where it'd be like this really hot chick, and she's like, hey, what's up? I uh, just I just got your number. Thought I'd say hi, and it's like somebody. And you're like, how did you get my number? But you're so overtaken by the fact that somebody pretty is messaging you randomly that you want to respond. Mm-hmm. But it was a scam the whole time. Oh no! Oh, I'm not saying for you. Okay. This could be, you know, fate it at its be, finest. But Mike, we, we tried to track these pictures back. Remember? Yeah, you can do a reverse image search yep. and see if it's popped up anywhere else online of people getting that same photo. So we could do that with that well, picture. Well, let's, let's go. Do it. So you get your phone over to my. First of all, act like I didn't say what I just said. Okay. Were you kind of falling in love? <laughs> I just, it's suspicious because I'm like, how could this be happening? It's like, he's too good at conversation. He's too quick-witted and like, I don't know. But it's, y'all have continued talking. So like what, like you're, it's like, hey, what'd you do tonight? How was your day? You haven't given like him that? like your name, have you? Like your last name? Or your social? Just, just, my, <laughs> just my first name. Okay. But I feel like, can't he look me up on my number? I feel like, I mean, there's ways He can't ways look out. you up by your number, uh-uh. no. Oh, really? Yeah, no. Would he know what? somebody to look Here, I'll Google you. Say your number out loud. I'll Google it. <laughs> I can Google it. No. Uh, okay, so what we're going to do here is, I think I'm just going to give you a notice mm-hmm. that this is a scam where they send oh, a really geez. attractive person to a 
10,000 people yeah. randomly. Mm -hmm. and, and then all it takes is a few people to bite back, and then they got you in a catfish situation. And the next thing you know, like, he is, just needs a little bit of help this month yeah. to like pay Chief, for his grandma's Fire surgery. Chief says, I can't get a new helmet. <laughs> yeah. Times have been tough. I need you to Venmo me some money. Okay, wait, but what are the odds that something like this would happen to Abby at the same exact time right. that we're talking about guys messaging her and it not going well? And but then what are now the odds that it's randomly that it happens to Abby? If it happened where they knew it was Abby and they were like, I got your number, I'm also single. I know, but have we ruled out that it's somebody that Abby knows or somebody that listens to the show or somebody's on the show that's like trying to mess with her? Well, I would say you've heard the entire conversation. We've ruled nothing out. No. Okay. <laughs> we're still, still ruling right now. Okay, well... <laughs> I'm just, I want to say up front before you get way too excited that years ago, this was happening to me. Okay. But he's talking about like what he ate for dinner and he took a picture of like the hibachi yeah, girl. Okay, let's chicken good, that, on That's it. a good point because uh, scams couldn't do that. They would never be able to. <laughs> he's really okay, into we it. need to reverse image that hibachi. <laughs> okay, so what, here's what we're going to do. Okay. Play a song. Can I play a song now, Ray? Break. Oh, everyone's saying no. <laughs> You no know what? Song. Screw it. Do it anyway. Oh, no, I don't yeah. care. I really don't care. Um, you want you... me to send it? Send that picture Yeah, yeah. I want you to get with Mike. We're going to okay. take a quick break. Oh. What Mike is going to do is reverse image this thing mm -hmm. and see if it's been used anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Because what we found was, and it's been a long time since it's happened to me, and I felt like it was a scam immediately. Because I was like, there's no way this ran. It was like a nurse or something, right? Yeah, one was a nurse. And wasn't there one like an athlete too? I, who knows? Oh, I was, she was what? real. I think <laughs> she was a guy. Oh. It was a guy. <laughs> no, that was real. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's why I'm like, no, that was real. Uh, yeah. We're going to reverse image this picture, and we're going to come back and try to find out what's up, okay? okay? I hope that it was an accident. You fall in love. Yeah. Let what me ask this. Story. I want yeah. you to be honest with me. I'm going to ask you one question, and then we're going to break. I want. Can you give me pure honesty here? Yes. Did you send a picture back? Um, of my <laughs> face with a mask on because <laughs> he asked for a picture of me. Oh, no. Like, I feel bad because I know what you look like, so it's not fair. But you so sent a picture a with a mask yes. back? It's like, here, I here's a picture of me, but I'm behind this door. Huh. I mean, it's Very like, interesting. Well, she's like, hey, right now you get to see my eyes. We'll see if I pull the mask down okay. later. <laughs> yes. I was like, okay, I we got to go. We have 10 seconds for him to hit. Scam yes or no oh, right no. now, Eddie. Uh, no, it's not a scam. Real love. Amy. I don't know. Morgan. <laughs> no, I think it's a stranger. <gasps> oh, no, well, what? even even Morgan thinks it's what real. Yeah, what is real that love. you? Yeah, yeah. You think it's real? I do. Okay. Okay, Bobby, you? I think it's a scam, but only because I'm trying to protect her heart. Oh. So here is where we are. Abby, our phone screener, is sitting in front of us on a tall chair with a microphone, invulnerable with her story. Mm -hmm. Let, let's applaud her for being vulnerable yes. with her story today. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you know, she came to us many moons ago and said, "Hey, I'm having an issue here. Can't get a guy. Do you want a second date with me? I've been on the app." We go on one day, they won't go on two. Or they agreed to and they cancel. Yeah, rude. We talk about know. that. Then she talks about all the DMs she's getting from guys that are a little too psychotic. A little, yes, I would say that. And we're like, ooh, stay away from those fellas. <laughs> <laughs> we're just trying to find a normal guy. Yeah, that's, where's the guy that's in good, between? healthy. Right. So all of a sudden she gets a text from someone going, hey, oops, I didn't mean this and that to you. I'm just a hot firefighter texting <laughs> randomly. <laughs> My chief, right? Yeah. Mike what? D has uh, put the the picture inside of some reverse image software. Yeah. 
What do you think's happening here? Well, the good thing is no results came up. Yes. Oh, so it it's an like original. That, that picture has been reposted anywhere or even exists online right now. Yes. Wow. So that's a good sign. But he says it in a way of where I, I, I think maybe I hear a butt coming. <laughs> well, I was looking more <laughs> oh, into geez. the guy, like where he works based on like his uniform. And I just can't find that picture connecting with his name and the actual guy. So... You're saying you dialed in on the department he claims to be from. Yes. And they don't know who this guy is. I don't see any, like, record of him there. Could there be, like, a special forces yeah. of firefighters? Well, you guys are really right. he's not be. listed. Well, he said he is a volunteer firefighter. Oh. oh. So, so he's not on the full-time list. Even better, and he volunteers. So you sent him a picture. Of my face. Yes. With a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> on my eyes. Yeah. Why would you send a picture with a mask on? I there? have no idea. I don't know. If you're going to send it... Okay, so you send him that. <laughs> I didn't want to give my entire identity away. Has he asked for money? Mm-mm. No. So what I was going to ask you is, did when that happened to you, did they ever want to FaceTime you or anything? Well, like, no, me? not this time. When I got catfished the first time, I got many catfish stories. When I got catfished like 10 years ago hard, yes, they did FaceTime with me, but their camera was broken. I do oh. finger quotes. And I talked to them, but their camera was broken, and, and I was just an idiot. And I was like, well, I guess their camera's broken, so I just it doesn't matter. Um, yes, so yes, but no. Okay, because, I mean, he's mentioned that. He's like, we could FaceTime, but I'm like, oh. How comfortable oh. are you with us trying to call him? Oh, jeez. Oh, like, okay, so he asked me actually yesterday, I think, and he said, have you told anyone about this? She's defending his honor oh. now. I love it. It's romantic. It's weird that he asked yeah, that. Yeah, what's up with that? And I was like, yeah, I have. I was like, have you? He's like, no, this is way too embarrassing that I would do this. That he would do what? Accidentally, accidentally send text a picture? You? I guess so. That's why this whole thing, I just... Mm. Mike, can I see him? Or yeah, somebody, can I see him? I'm like, I just imagine someone, like, even Lunchbox, just sitting around with their phone, like, oh, let's see what she says next. Right. But They're the like problem laughing. is you got to go find a phone number. Yeah. It's a DC number. Although, it when, when Caitlin oh was getting stalked, the person used Zoom, uh, no, Skype. They were using Skype numbers to set up different accounts. Oh, that's okay. how they could use up different Instagram accounts. Okay. Well. The, the picture's coming to me right now. Oh, my gosh. He doesn't even know. But I, and I, his I, chief Wait, has, does he know what you do for a living? I said I said very gen- general. I was like radio and podcasting. So I didn't say. Oh, okay. Here's what I want to say about this guy. <laughs> You're first looking at the picture? Yeah. First of all, I, I picked, in my mind, when she told the story, I thought he'd be shirtless. Did you guys? Oh. No. You, well, he was taking his jacket off. Is all she said. Well, I guess I the, just, I guess I just was fantasizing about him. Sure. No, I don't the, know the why. jacket off was the gift, right? <laughs> oh, the yeah, gift. That's, that's right. Yeah, I don't. I just thought it'd be for a calendar, <laughs> and it was. He's, so, what do you got, Bobby's. Here's what I'm gonna say, and I mean this in the best. This is coming from a guy who rates himself like a six, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if he'd have been a nine or a ten, I would go definitely a scam. He's a solid seven and a half. Okay. So it's not a picture that if I were going to grab just a scam, that I would grab this one. He's in front of a fire truck. It's a yellow fire truck. Oh, my God. Good-looking guy, but not grab a picture off the internet to scam someone good-looking. Okay, I, I need to see. I have an important question. He kind of looks like, what celebrity do you say he looks like? Mm. What do you think, Amy? <laughs> She's putting her finger on her face, thinking about it. Is that a scam picture? Oh or gosh. <laughs> why why do you love. say that, Amy? Why? This is because it's like he's so sweet looking. And like he could, like, yeah, I think Bobby's right. If it was a scam, they would go with someone like, I mean, that guy's cute. And, but it's not like this 
you know, weird chiseled Channing Tatum firefighter like, situation. If I were going to catfish somebody, you better believe I'm having abs rippling. Yeah. One suspender is going to be off the shoulder. I'm going to be shirtless. Oh, man, he does look like a nice guy. Right? Yes, he looks so just kind nice. and gentle. Yeah. Mike D, what do you think? But how would he get her number? It's one. It's, it's an accident. accidentally and guys, a what? number off. Accidentally her number? Uh, yeah. Th- that's, that's a, what, what's your uh, area code? What town? Oh, Wichita. So three ones. So why would he accidentally? T- it's it's maybe the I need to know if it's Chief from Wichita. Morgan, you want to say go. something? Say it. Okay, so... Something similar happened to me where a guy found my number from the internet that I had put, like, my old resume was on LinkedIn and he found my number and messaged me that I didn't even know was online anymore. And he, like, confessed after I kind of, like, pushed hard on him. And I have a feeling your number's out there somewhere on the internet. Somebody was listening to the show and just decided to text you. Like, I think this is a real person. Hmm. Okay. (sighs) Look, I have an important question. Mm -hmm. Has the guy asked if you're single or not? Like, because this is, I understand that, hey, this is an accident or whatever, but at some point he's got to be like, you're you're not taking anything, right, before we keep talking? Yeah, no, he has not asked that. See, he no. knows that she's single then, without Jeez. even asking. No, or he's just like, it's not like they've right? gone yes. to next level. So what what do we do next? Like, my thing <sighs> next we need to be, talk to him. would be to call him up and put oh, him on tomorrow's really? show. Yeah, oh which he's probably listening right now. I, I don't think he, see the thing, I don't think he does, but it could be. Mm. No, he's listening to WMZQ right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I made it. But I think we're off the air on WMZQ because it's an hour later there. Oh, okay. okay. Then he's not hearing this. Mm-hmm. Here's oh. what I think. I'm, let's all just give our opinions on what's happening and then we'll follow up best we can. Mm-hmm. If you'd like us to, or we can just leave you alone and you chase I don't even know at this point because I just don't know <laughs> if it's real. I'm like, why does he keep wanting information about me you don't even live here you're in a different state what like what do you want to know yeah what just like tell me something interesting about yourself <laughs> what do you have for dinner <laughs> like stuff well that's nice. two things you've said twice so i don't know wait but what when he said tell he me something a lot interesting. about dinner hold on <laughs> he does well we did talk about dinner and yeah what, yeah, <laughs> what was your reply what was your something <laughs> interesting um, what did I say? Oh, I was like, I've done like eight half marathons, so I love to oh, run. I didn't know that. Did you oh, guys? No, no, I didn't know that. Love oh. it. Fun fact. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, here's what we, Amy, what do you think's happening this, right now at 43 okay. after the hour on October 7th? What is your opinion? The first time you asked me, I was so confused. I didn't know. Now I'm like, this is love. But do you, th- how do you think you got the information? Is it random? Is it like Morgan said, or is it fake? I think it's, I think it just, an accident happened and he, is, he's rolling with it. Cause Abby's reply when it happened was kind of cute. She did the fire emoji and the firefighter. And then it just turned into like a conversation. Eddie? Oh. No, look, as soon as this happened, it's too much. He already knows Abby. <laughs> he's already acting like he, he's acting like he doesn't know her. So he's asking all these random questions. I think Morgan's right. I think he got her number from some database and knows it's Abby. Morgan? <laughs> yeah, I'm sticking with my theory. I feel pretty oh. confident strong about theory, that. Strong theory, strong theory. Raymundo? Yeah, he knows it's Abby. Great work, Morgan number two. Uh, also, though, I think this might even be real love, and hopefully WMZQ is ready for a phone screener because Abby's probably moving to D.C. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear him. Well, uh. this is what I'm going to say. I think it's a scam. Oh. Okay. I'm, I'm, and I'm going to tell you why. I think Morgan's theory is second, and if I were to rank them, I think there's... Some validity to her thinking that that could happen because it's happened to her, uh-huh. right? This is what I think happened. If I'm him, if I'm this guy and I'm a real guy and you only see me a picture of your face in a mask, why am I going to keep talking to you unless I know how, Why am I going to invest my time <laughs> texting you back and forth 
more and more getting to know you. If you're only sending me a picture of you in a mask, I must, one, already know what you look like, or two, don't care what you look that's like. That's it. So that's why I think Morgan's Theory has some water. But I still am leaning towards scam to protect your heart. No. So I'm going to stick with scam for okay. now. I hope it's Morgan's Theory. Wow. I'm the I just only one? But, but just the random text, I don't believe, because there's no way if I'm a dude... And I send you a random text and you send me a picture back and it's just of you in a mask and you don't give me your social media <laughs> that I'm going to keep talking or even give a crap what you had for dinner. Oh, okay. A, your 19 dinner conversations. Why do I care? <laughs> if Morgan's theory is right, is it, can it still be love? Yes. Even though he's lying about not oh, knowing her? Oh, well, that's a problem. Remember you that might- Seinfeld episode where they got, uh, Jerry got her like information off like the AIDS run? No, uh-uh. I don't remember that They one. did like a, a run for AIDS and he got her number and wanted to call her. Right? No? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's kind of what I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say no to it, but he needs to admit it pretty quickly if that's the case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do what I do you think, Gabby? I just because I even asked him. I was like, I'm just confused how you got my number, and he said, No, it was an honest mistake. I I have fat fingers, and I was meaning no. to send it to the. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fat I fingers. never believe in the fat fingers. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Come on. I do that. So I didn't get my answer. Yeah, I just... So that's where we are today. Mm-hmm. We're going to follow up and see if we can set something up for tomorrow, okay? Okay. Are you okay with that? Yep, or that's going to you... be a shocker to him. <laughs> well, unless he does know that this is happening right now. Hey, um, we want to talk to you. <laughs> I'm asking what you're comfortable with. Can we proceed and work on something tomorrow yeah. or not? Okay. Yeah, why not? If you're not, don't. we're happy to back down. We will mm-hmm. stand down. But not one person in the room is going with the theory that it's someone on the show tricking her. No, no, I don't okay. think so. One, lunchbox is gone. <laughs> Two, we already we told him don't. That would be mean. Yeah, so mean. Yeah. But, okay. Okay. He, he gets bored. It could be sometimes. somebody else tricking her. Yeah. But we don't know that person. Okay. Should I try to Facetime him first? Well, why don't we try? On, we why, don't, wanna... why don't we try it on the show tomorrow morning? Live. Love no? it. Love it. Facetime him live. Guys, <laughs> oh, you mean don't even tell him what I'm doing, and then I just show up and be like, hey, guess where you are? Hey. You don't have to go guess where you are, but yeah, why don't we? Well, let's talk about it after the show. Yeah, okay, okay. All right, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. we got to go. Yeah. But tomorrow's going to be awesome. Oh, man. And if we can't do it tomorrow, maybe we'll do it Monday. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. Today, doing the Bonehead story for Lunchbox is Amy. Yeah, and Bonehead, it's me. <laughs> You're the Bonehead? Yes, because I was having uh, my back porch painted the paint started to chip and so it only been a year since I had it painted originally so I was in the warranty time frame for the painters to come back and fix it and they gave me strict orders do not open the door and let anybody walk on this for several hours I'm like okay got it no problem don't want to ruin this my warranty's almost up got to make this porch look good and then my dog starts barking, which normally means she has to go out. So I just go over the door and I open it up and I let her out. Oh, no, and she no. goes, trick, 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 trick. goes, I don't even, I still don't even think about it. She goes to the bathroom. Then she comes back through the porch and then into the house. And when I start to see white paw prints all oh, over my hardwoods, no. I'm like, no. <laughs> so then I'm like, oh, I have to, I want to get the paint up as quick as possible before it dries. And then I had to like individually, I'd fill up a big bowl, like a salad bowl full of water and then like dip her paws in there to clean them. And I was just like, I am the biggest bonehead because it was all my fault. And I knew, I mean, I hired the painters, did all the thing. And then I just let her out. Like it's no big deal. And, and, and I am the bonehead story of the day. <laughs> there it is. Nice job, Aaron. <laughs> Here's a voicemail we got last night. Here we go. 
I have a question. I'm staying in Austin for work at a hotel. It's downtown, so parking is you either valet or you park multiple blocks away and self-park. And I'm a woman, alone, working late, leaving early, don't want to park by myself, so I chose valet. Am I supposed to tip them every time I leave for five days? It's a lot of tipping. It seems excessive. I don't really know what protocol is here. Let me know what you think. It is a lot of tipping, and mm. I've been in the same situation myself, where every time you go and get your car, the guy's like, all right. Uh, and that's the sound <laughs> for I need tip. <laughs> that's the mating call of the tip needer. Mm-hmm. All right. This is what I would recommend you do. You get a $10 bill, and you get ones. And then you just give them a dollar every time that you do it. But then... It, 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 I a dollar's great, right? But then I have this own pressure on myself that they think that this is like the only one time that I'm doing it and that I'm only giving them a dollar. But it doesn't matter. I know it doesn't. It's it doesn't in my head. matter what they think and, and how many of them are moving around. Okay. If you can, I would break even if you're gonna break a twenty, that's fine. I don't know what you'd be tipping for one or two times. It is excessive to have to do it every time, but I think that it's probably best so you don't feel guilty. To give them a buck or two every time. Yeah, that two sounds better than one. Yeah. Just something. <laughs> but I don't want to tell somebody two bucks if you can't afford it. Right. right. And you're there on business and it's a whole as thing. Long as like... you, they just get stiffed so much. As long as you're able to put something in their hand that's not a quarter. There you go, Sonny. Here's a chain. <laughs> that I think with all of that, you'll be fine. Okay. Okay, so... Whatever you can give. I'm glad she asked this. I've had this question, too. Because it is. It's this weird predicament where you want to tip, but you're like, I might as well. I could do like a 20 at the end, or then I could, or I can end up doing $5. It adds up to like $50, and that's too much. Yes, and it's always different people, and some of them will oh, think you're yeah. tipping well, and some won't. Exactly. So Ugh. the goal is to tip a little bit, a whole lot, if you're there for a long time. Okay. And maybe like tie it to a, a lollipop or something. Wait, what? Well, I'm to, maybe drive a white van and lure them in the back of it. Well, no, I'm thinking like, hey, I'm here all week. Don't they won't even know. <laughs> Tell your friends. Uh, tomorrow, my Bobby Cash with Reba goes up. It is an hour of us talking, hey, chopping it up. How about that? Yeah, nice. Reba and I chopping it up for an hour about everything. That's awesome. We talk about normal life. We talk about the grocery store. We talk about everything. Did so, you tell her how I saw her at the grocery store? I did. You probably didn't. We talked about, because of your story, <laughs> if she can go to the grocery store alone. Mm-hmm. She said she goes all the time. Yeah, because I saw her there. I she, couldn't believe it. Yeah. There she was by the apples. <laughs> she just drives and goes shopping. <laughs> yeah. And we talked about masks and how that's been helpful to her because not as many people recognize her until she starts talking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's Search for the Bobby Cast. That's my podcast. There's a great episode last week with Mackenzie Porter, but Reba is up tomorrow. You guys have a great day. We will see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bones. Bobby Bones. 